grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Please pray with me. Gracious God, give us your Holy Spirit that you can encounter us with your word and your rest and your peace this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Rest. Sabbath. The one thing, ironically, I haven't heard much from folks in this COVID-19 saga is the adjective restful. Jesus says that taking a yoke on, though, can be restful. Wow, I think we all could use some of that, couldn't we? But that's kind of weird, isn't it? After all, a yoke is something you put on an animal to make it work, not rest. How can a yoke be restful? How can a burden be light? Now, interestingly, listening to the young people around me, I come to find out that to be yoked means to be really strong and muscular, and, and maybe there was a time when I was yoked, but that ship has sailed. But the good news today is that we are yoked, but let's, let's hear some more about that. Um, the metaphor is a little hard for us, isn't it? Most of us are pretty removed from the farming culture and seeing oxen yoked together to harness and direct their power, especially when you consider how as human beings we don't like restrictions. And the goal of life is oftentimes to be free of any yoke. We don't want anybody else telling us what to do, that's for sure. And here Jesus says, take my yoke upon you and I will give you rest. But maybe we're framing this all wrong. What if the question is not whether we will be yoked, but to what or to who we will be yoked? It's interesting, as we are on the heels of the 4th of July celebration, where we think about our freedom and the many freedoms we have in this amazing country, this amazing gift of all these freedoms that we should cherish and appreciate and steward and protect and use for the good of others. Um, We love freedom, but interestingly, when it comes to the human condition, maybe the question is not whether or not we'll serve somebody or be in service to something, but what we're going to be in service to. Maybe the question is, to what or to whom will you be yoked? That does seem to be the biblical description of our human lot. I think about the famous Joshua passage where he speaks to the people as they're getting ready to enter the promised land. Choose this day whom you will serve. Choose life or choose death. And of course, the biblical story tells us that they chose death. And Paul comes along in Romans 7 and and says that that's because there's a law at work in us, another law at work in our members. Um, And in Romans 6, he says we're in bondage to sin, that we can't choose life, that we're stuck in this condition of choosing death and and stuck in this condition of sin. But Paul says in Romans 6, we heard it last week, that because of our faith in Christ and our baptism being connected to Him, we are set free now. But again, right in Romans 7, he comes right along and says, yeah, but this old nature is still with us. This old turned inward, he calls it the flesh. It involves our bodily um, um, 
senses and whatnot, but it, it's not equated with that. It might involve them, um, but it really means the flesh means to be turned inward. See everything and everybody as to how it's going to benefit us. That that law is still with us. It still clings to us, even while we have a new nature. So we have a dual reality. We are saints and sinners. We have Christ in us, and yet that old nature still clings to us. But we now we have the dual natures. We're not simply stuck in sin anymore, but it, it still comes along. So now in the midst of this, to whom or what will be, we be yoked to? I love what Paul says at the end of that passage. He says, who's going to deliver us from this crazy predicament? Who's going to deliver us from this situation? Well, let's go back to what Jesus said. Let's go back to the words of our Lord. Maybe the most important question for us is whether we are yoked to Jesus. We know the yoke of sin, don't we? We know what it does. It leads to death, alienation, harming others, harming ourselves, division, strife, and certainly not rest. So Jesus invites us, if we will be wise, to take on His yoke. Do we want a yoke that leads to destruction and division, or do we want a yoke that gives life? Now, there's a couple of important things that we need to insert here. First, that when Jesus says, take his yoke up upon us, he's upon you, that you is indeed in us. It's a second person plural. It's y'all. So he says that to us as a group, and he brings us and gathers us as a group and puts us under his yoke. Come, all ye who are heavy laden, and I will give you, y'all, rest. He says that to us as a group. He puts us together and then gives us that invitation. That's powerful, that this yoke is not something we carry by ourselves. We do it together as a community. But the other powerful thing I want to mention is that we don't want to have the image of Jesus kind of you know, behind the oxen, driving the oxen, driving us who are yoked. That's really not the image at all. In fact, in the Old Testament, you could yoke yourselves to something. Um, the people sometimes yoked themselves to other gods, and that brought out about horrible destruction and, and horrible bad stuff. That was, they really yoked themselves to sin when they did that. But you could yoke yourself to God's Word and God's command and God's law, and you could yoke yourself to wisdom. And so it's interesting that Jesus is talking about wisdom here, and He says, what is wise, huh? So, really, now get the turn, though, not to the law or God's command necessarily, but Jesus says, come and be yoked to Him. So, to, yoke, to be yoked is to team up with someone. I'm going to show you a picture here that's just so powerful to me because it's not Jesus behind us driving us. It's Jesus sharing the yoke with us. He's on the other side of the yoke. Let's get teamed up to be a team with Him. Now that's powerful. I want to be teamed up with Jesus. Think about it. This guy carries the load. Don't you want to be teamed up with someone who would die for you, who loves you so much that he would give up his life in your place? 
who would carry on the cross all of your sin and all of my sin and all the sin of the world that continues to tear down our world, that he carried it all, that he's willing to do that for us and for you, that's someone I want to be teamed up with. I want to be teamed up with one through whom all things came into being. That's how powerful he is. Man, that, that's someone who I don't have to worry. I mean, he's going to carry me along under that yoke. That's a burden that's easy because Jesus is on the other side. He's on our team. We're teamed up with him. And, that's, and how do we get under that yoke? Simple. Believe and trust his word. Believe in him. Uh, turn to him in faith. Come, just come to him. That's what he said. Come unto me and I will give you rest. Oh, what a gift it is to know that Jesus has done all of that for us. Are you worried about death this day and all the, the anxieties and worries? Get teamed up with Jesus. He defeated death. He's risen from the dead. That's somebody I want to be yoked to. And that's someone that is burdened is light. And that's someone that brings rest. Thanks be to God. Amen.